Welcome to the State of Wrestling, the Power Drive Report on the Brooklyn Mauler here with the big man. How you doing? I'm doing well, Brooklyn Mauler. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. All right. Um, you have any news this week? Couple of things, couple of things. I know sometimes one of our guilty pleasures in pro wrestling is watching NWA Hollywood on uh, <laughs> cable TV. You've passed mm-hmm. by that a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, a guy we see there all the time, Juicy Finau, has been signed by MLW. A um, enormous Samoan wrestler. His head is huge. He's very popular. But he's going to be an MLW, and, and I'm really excited for him. Okay. Um, also, NPR has a on their website, well, if you Google NPR and wrestling, you know, National Public Radio, they have a special on, um, they're talking to a quote-unquote wrestling columnist, Alfred Kanua, about the surge in black professional wrestlers. So oh, Alfred Kanua from Forbes. Oh, you know him? Yes, he's on, he's on, yes, I know him. He's on um, Wrestling Inc. podcast every now and then. So yes, I, 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 I know him well. He's from Forbes. Awesome. We'll check him out on NPR. And he's talking about black wrestlers. Um, they use the word surge, but I think getting a, finally getting an opportunity or a big shine. And, and thirdly, you know, there's a fourth story, but I think we'll cover that when we talk about the Adam Page, Adam Cole match. But the um, other thing was Shinjiro Otani. He had spinal surgery. Um, he, did you see the, anything about it? No, I haven't. So he was wrestling zero one in Japan, the company. He's actually the head guy there behind the scenes. And he took a German suplex into the turnbuckles and he suffered a broken neck and he's had a successful spine surgery, but they say he still cannot move his arms and legs. So very sad. I remember the first time I saw him, maybe it was the first time you saw him when the um, WCW in New Japan had the cup of World Cup of wrestling. Mm-hmm. He defeated Eddie Guerrero. He was amazing. He was absolutely. I've never seen anybody do the kind of moves he did, the oh, kind yeah. of wrestling. So we just hope he gets better. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um. So I got a piece of the news. Did you hear about um the MLW situation with the Lapak family? Um, no. No. With they they got fired due to a fact they said they went into business for themselves against uh Alex Alexander Hammerstone and um. And Jacob Fatu, they it was an angle where they supposed to have, uh, you know, had a beat down, but they, you know, they legitimately hurt them with the chair shots, and oh Court Bauer, uh, fired all of them. It was a whole family. La Park, it's La Park, um, La Park, L, uh, La Park Junior and L. Hijo de La Park, and they fired all of them, um, for, you know, they said they went into business for itself and and try and legitimately try to injure, um. Uh, um, Alex Hammerstone, the, the MLW heavyweight champion, and Jacob Fatu, the MLW heavyweight champion, the two biggest stars in the company, basically. And Absolutely. They said they tried to hurt, they tried to hurt, harm them, um, and um, yeah, and they fired them. I'm shocked. 
Did you yeah. see any footage of that? Is there anything out there? No, I, I didn't see anything. I read it, um, but it's uh, it's you know the thing with that is that um, they said you know I don't know. They said it was a shoot. They they shoot on them, and then some people said it's not. So I don't know. I gotta look at it myself. But it's just a pip, little tidbit of news that happened in MW MLW. Uh, but Fort Bauer, he fired all of them because you know you can't touch the the two biggest stars in. MLW. No. You can't you can't have that. So similar to it which comes to the, the Cody Road and the um the, the chairman. Remember that? Something yeah. similar to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but they didn't fire the chairman, you know. Um various reasons because No, they, because... they Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say they ended up firing whoever was in charge of quote unquote gimmicking the chair. Right. Um but yeah, so first it was Moxley and Tony Khan yelling at Sean in the back, and it was a big deal. And then they ended up firing whoever was supposed to make do something to the chair. Right. Yeah. So um... I'm watching it right now, actually. Oh yeah. Well, you said it, and actually, it looks like it's a fan cam or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, it looks bad. Yeah. What what happened? Well, so the play-by-play is um, Fatu and Hammerstone are attacked from behind, coming down the ramp. And it's one of those where they're holding the chair and they're hitting him with, like, the chair is folded and they're just jabbing the end of the chair into him, into Fatu. Um, then there's a lot of punches to the back of the head. And then Hammerstone gets involved, and then he just gets hit with the chair in the back, but half of it's to the back of his head and half of it's to his neck and back. And then there's a lot of um, standing off, you know, like pushing each other and then breaking up. Mm-hmm. Kind of that kind of like when when you see a shoot on TV. Yeah. So so, so from what you see, do they deserve to be fired? Do it look legit? Look like they was it was on purpose? Do you like they shot on them? Well, let me say this. The person who seemed to be doing the most damage was probably LaParque. And I mean, for somebody his age who's coming who's wrestled where he's wrestled, is that a shoot to him? You know? I mean, he's just he's laying it in. It's kind of sloppy. I don't know. I don't know what if I would fire them over that, but Look, I'm just judging by what I've seen, and um, it's it's not like people were busted open or or whatever. But it certainly, if it's an unsafe situation, they probably have some extra info about motive in the background. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, um, like yeah, you said, it's Alexander Hammerstone and it's Jacob Fatu, right? Definitely. I also want you to check something out real quick. Do you look up the Athena and Taya Valkyrie spot? from they had a match recently um it 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 was a match where they 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 did a spot with chairs on like there was like maybe six chairs um no not six oh it says insane high chair spot there you go there you go it was like maybe um 10 it was 20 chairs stacked up on each other yeah so they're on the um on the on the floor right there's like five chairs opened up facing each other in a row. So it's like 20 all together. The and then on top of that, 
are five more chairs facing five chairs on top of the other. So it's, yeah, it's They're 20, and, about 20 chairs all together. Yeah. And so on the outside, on the inside of the ring, um, Athena is on the outside of the ring, but on the second rope. Ty of Valkyrie is closer to the top rope, and it looks like Taya is, um, let's see, well, Athena's setting her up for maybe a suplex. Now, Dia is the former em Ember Moon Ember of the WWE, and Taya Valkyrie is the former um, Frankie Monet of NXT, but more, oh, more, known, for, more known for the um, Taya Valkyrie and Impact. And now right. more known for going through all these chairs. Do you, you know see that, Lou? Yeah. Now, I, the reason why I brought that up is that, first of all, explain what just happened. So Ember Moon uh, just did a, I'll call it a superplex on from uh, on the outside of the ring, from the from the ropes to the outside, superplexing Taya Valkyrie through 20 chairs. Okay. That was an insane bump. Right or wrong, big man? That right. was dangerous. Dangerous, right? Right. This is why I brought that up. One, to do that. Look where they did it at. Where did they do that? This was at WrestleMania? No. No. Was this that was this on AEW television? No. Was this on um was this on Impact? No. Where was this at, big man? What's the scene? Set the scenes for me. Well, the video I'm watching, it doesn't even say where it's at. It's what does uh, it look like to you? It's a high school gym. Yeah, it looks like a high school gym. What are these two women, superstar women, doing? Doing this, this dangerous spot. This is a career-ending spot they could have done. But yeah, at, at this indie show, what what are they doing? I agree. I agree. I mean, it's, it has one I, like. I'll give it another one. They've earned it. <laughs> this particular video I'm watching. Oh. It's an insane bump. And these females, and these are some names. They got names here. These, these yeah. This is not, these are not, you know, up and comers. These women have names. And to do this insane bump, insane. This is an insane bump. To do that, I get mad when people do, when, when they do um, acai moonsaults. Tope suicides every week on on on, <laughs> on dynamite and said, Why are you doing this? You know, yeah. on, on weekly television. What why are y'all doing this to, to hurt yourself, to injure yourself on a, a high in a high school gym or an independent show? Well, I agree. And now anytime people are gonna see them wrestle, I mean, what are they gonna expect? You know, what's the expectation now? As uh, Jerry Jarrett famously would say, when a wrestler wanted to do something crazy, he would say, well, how do you follow suicide? <laughs> no. well, then what do you do? But I, I totally agree. Do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of what happens with Britt Baker and the chairs with, um, with uh, Thunder Rosa in the cage, but right. not as many chairs and it wasn't on the floor. But that was a main event match on, on television. Yeah. National TV and this for was, a, for a title, and this was what for what again? I'm sorry. Like you said, this was for um, the high school uh, new uniforms or something. <laughs> I don't know. 
I mean, come They've on. They've been wrestling, I think, at Prestige Wrestling. I mean, so. they're better than that. Come on. WNWA. It's so many. I mean, I hope they got paid for it well for this. You know, maybe they know. maybe they got paid well. Hopefully, I mean, their names. So uh, hopefully they didn't get paid fifty dollars or hundred. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully. But you know what? Unless you have health insurance, I don't care how much they pay you. If you need surgery after something like that, they didn't pay you enough. <laughs> you know? That wasn't the same spot. I, I, I don't think people should have took. Uh, uh, you know, Hangman took a, a uh, and and Cole did a a crazy spot too. But that was dangerous. That was. So let's jump right into it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's start with AEW first. Hey, Dynamite. That's my attention. I had no idea. Let's start with AEW. AEW Dynamite started off. Um, very, very hot with CM Punk versus Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Um, Pentagon, with he's the dark Pentagon, Oscar, what do they call him? Oscura. Oscura. And, and they got my man, um, Alberhantis <laughs> outside looking like the minute, like, like he's the great higher power from 1999. Yeah, he looks like the, the villain in like an 80s cartoon after school where he's supposed <laughs> to be scary, but he's also a little funny, right? Yeah. Uh, so, um this was a good match. I thought this was a really good uh, way to open up. CM Punk wins with the, the GTS. Um, mm-hmm. What was your What was your thoughts on this? It was a really good match. I was hoping it would be better because um, I love every single one of CM Punk's matches. Um, this wasn't one of the better ones, but it was kind of what you'd expect considering the two styles, so to speak. And um, yeah, I mean, he's a great actor. CM Punk, but I was wondering if his knee really was injured during the match. No, I think he messed that spot up. That's what mm-hmm. happened. And then he just he just um covered it. And with, right? Yeah, quick you thinking. Know, smart. Quick thinking. He, yeah, yeah, he you know he messed the spot up. So I think he um you know when he was on the ropes and he he, he missed the spot and um I think he um instead of getting a you fucked up chant from the crowd, he just sold it, which which is smart. You know, he, mm. he's a smart, he's very smart. He's oh. probably one of the smartest wrestlers in the world right now. Oh, he's Punk. my best, he's my favorite wrestler in the world right now for yeah, the last few probably, years. Yeah, he, yeah, he's probably the smartest wrestler. His matches are very, his matches are ex- he, he, yeah, he might be one of the best wrestlers in the top, top three right now. I think maybe top I got three. him number one, number That's one, yeah, sweet. yeah, because his matches are. He, he can tell a story. He, he can do the high flying, and and um, he can he can wrestle. He can do submissions. He can do everything. You know what I'm saying? You know, he can like do his match with power. He can have a match with Powerhouse Hobbs. That's one way, and then his matches with some other opponents a different way, and it's the same. You know, it's the same intensity, but it looks different, and it's just he can go ugly. He can go classic. Mm-hmm. You know, and he can talk. And he can talk. Oh, for goodness! And he oh, can talk. And he can talk. So yeah, he can talk. And 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 if the people turn on him, he can t- he can be a hill. He can be a great hill too. He can be either way. He can be a good baby face, a great hill, either way. More probably better hill than a baby face, but you know what I'm saying. But um, well, and that's good. a great he's point good. because we've only just seen one half of the coin with him. And he's like, if they made an AEW best of video for the last, you know, two or three years, his matches would be a big part of it. I don't just mean one or two. Like my favorite match of his in AEW is with Darby Allen from that the first one. Interview. Yeah. Okay. That was 
That was great. And also his great match with Eddie Kingston. Yes, that um, was that was excellent. That was an excellent match too. And the build up was even better. Yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah. build up, build up, build up was... made you hype for that match. Um I I yeah, I'm I uh he keeps referencing that that he wants the belt. Um I mean they they have no choice but to put it on him, right? I hope so. I mean you're right. I mean he's standing up there saying he wants it, right? So what do you do? You know? I mean, I guess you have to. But um, you always have to hear um what's you have to imagine, as we've heard, you have to hear Excaliburs. But is he signaling for the world title or the TNT title? <laughs> oh, like, uh, we'll get to that in a few minutes. I think we so. know which one. <laughs> All right. Up next, the tag team, the AEW tag team champion, um, the, the um Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, they defeated um Red Dragon up to my dismay. I was really rooting for Red Dragon. Uh, for the, for this match, and I thought this was an excellent match. Um, Fish and, and and O'Reilly tag team, like I, I I told you earlier, AEW probably have the best tag division in the mm-hmm. world of professional wrestling right now. Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh, it's un, un, their top four is 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 better than anybody right now. Yeah, and that'd be um that would be um, FTR, um, mm-hmm. the Young Bucks. Yeah. Uh, you could go with. Um, <clears throat> um, you can you say it. With... claims. I know you want to. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna. Say it. Uh, you could go with <laughs> the Lucha Brothers. Uh, you could go yeah. with. Um, you could go with the, the tag team champions, the Lut, Lut, um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. Uh, House of go Black. Ortiz and Sa- House of Black. Ortiz and Santana. You know. Um, the uh, Mox and Mox and, and Brian Danielson. Can't wait. Um, yeah. So I mean, those Darby and Sting. Are Darby and Sting is undefeated. Uh, yeah. The claim. Yes. You know, they're, your they're your varsity too. blondes are still hanging on. <laughs> yeah, the varsity blondes are still hanging on, right? So, um, you know. I mean, so almost they're... like their their enhancement tag team is Bear Country. I mean, that's, right. That's how good this is. Yeah. Right. I'm just gonna check out AEW um rankings real quick and see who's at the top because it's whomever they they say right. <laughs> like I'm, you can follow the rankings all you want, and then one week they'll say, "Oh, guess who's now the new number two? And it's well, let's see here. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh. Uh. They got and they got um they got Dante Martin and his brother up there as form. So they got FTR, you know, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy are seven and zero. FTR is four and one. Um, the top flight is four and one. Dark Order five, which is Reynolds and um <laughs> and Silver is five and uh-huh. two. And the Gun Club is five and two, and uh the acclaim is. The claim is five, five and two as well, so that's what we have right there. Okay. So, so hey, that's what we have. The Gun Club okay, is okay. So the Dark I, yeah. Order and the Gun Club can wrestle each other to see who's the number two contender. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your thoughts on this match? I thought them? it was a, I mean, like you, the ending. I mean, what's wrong with trading belts, trading the titles? Sometimes, why can't Red Dragon have the belts? 
how come the Young Bucks had nothing to do with this match? I mean, everything that we think about the drama leading up to it. I mean, for them to lose clean, and they lost clean. Mm-hmm. I was shocked and disappointed, and I don't know where they go from there. I oh. mean, it's AEW. It's kind of a circus and chaos, so they can make us forget about that real quick, you know? Are so. we da- are, are, are we wanting a title change because we down on Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy? Did they wait too long to give us a belt because we, we don't care anymore? Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not... It's it's weird about AEW, you know. They have the champions who are kind of the AEW people, mm-hmm. like you you just named the top tag teams, and you got to like fifth or sixth before you mentioned Jurassic Express, and I think the rest of the world would do the same thing. Uh-huh. And when we talk about the best wrestlers in AEW, you're a huge Adam Page fan. You've been you've you've had. You've had him at the top for a long time, but yes, I don't think even you would mention him as maybe the top three or four. No, group. no, uh, it's just his title run has not been is. has been good. I think more like at the Hangman. I think they got away from what made him popular. Um, the the cowboy shit. He don't do cowboy shit no more. No, what was the cowboy shit? Him being in the bar drinking, doing great, being all weird and stuff like that. Even um, the anxious millennial him. cowboy. Right. Exactly. Right. He doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. What, what, they they changed him. He, he was a bit of a tweener anyway. Um, so they he was what made him popular. And he's one of my favorites. He's top three yeah. for me. And His w. matches are great. His matches are... Oh, to me, he's like their whole Hogan. Like they just bring him out kind of separate from everybody else and he's this big blonde guy and he can get and he gets the crowd and he overcomes things but it's it's interesting about AEW. do you think that while they have all these world famous superstars they're really in a path of keeping the belts on their people so to speak it, it's, it looks that way mm-hmm. but hangman hangman deserves the belt um hangman mm-hmm. Is a top super is a top superstar, right? He is. So it's just the booking of him. That's what mm. it is. It's the booking of him. Um, his promos. Um, that he don't do the cowboy stuff no more. He don't drink no more. That's what made him who he was, right? Um, mm. he don't do the cowboy shit. He don't do cowboy shit. The fans chant chant cowboy shit more than what he than he does cowboy shit. He doesn't do nothing anymore. You know, mm-hmm. and he doesn't. And then another thing, he hardly main events the dy- dynamites. Right. He's at the beginning, at the end. You know, I mean, he main main evented Rampage this week, but they had no choice but to put him there. You know, you know. You're you're right. I mean, he he wins he wins us over in the match, but that's not what makes us tune in, right? right. Like, if we're already watching, excellent. I love his matches, but if you just put that match on the card and I'm and something else is on. I don't know if I'm flipping the channel, you know. I mean, the way well, the way things are going now, um, in AEW, they follow the crowd, they like to follow the crowd a lot, but I sure as hell hope they don't because Willa Utah is getting a a, a yeah. big from the crowd more than anyone right now, and he is nowhere should be nowhere near any type of title shit. 
title opportunity. So why don't you tell us your what are your issues with Wheeler, Utah? Well, uh, Utah, it's like you said, he's a referee, right? Yeah, I think he'd be a great referee. Okay, Wheeler, Utah is... Out of the ring to break up things? I don't know. Okay, Wheeler, Utah is... is He's good. He, I mean, he can wrestle. He can he can put on a good match. To great he match. can do the moves. He can do the moves. But Willa Utah is not changing. It's not moving the needle. Willa <laughs> Utah. <laughs> Willa Utah is he can do these tope suicides and acai moonsaults and all that other stuff. But he's vanilla midget. He's 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 Taka Michinoku. He's <laughs> Taka Michinoku and um, he 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 just he just he got he has no. We talked about um Adam Page and his um character. What are you to, What is his character here? I have no idea. I don't know. Please tell me. Problem why is the, also we've why seen the him on TV behind for, him. Yeah, we've seen him it's, on TV for a while, so it's not like he's there's no pop to him. But right? but why is the fans behind him? Please Maybe let me know what did he do to make the fans mind. He got slapped in the face. <laughs> Brian Danielson na- named him in a promo right to start the Blackpool Combat Club up. Said I'm gonna get Willie Utah, the young guys, and he said his name. That's all he did. And then next thing you know, um, Regal slaps him, and um, he leaves. The- he's with the best friends, right? right? He gets over. He couldn't even get over in the best friends who bought. He was part. He's a part. Wait a minute. He's a part of chaos, right? And Okada. <laughs> Chaos adjacent, as as Excalibur says. Right. So what how did he get over? Please tell me. The fans made him come over for what? Why is he over? I don't understand. Because he didn't do nothing to me. I'm, he I'm didn't with do you. nothing you no one else does. Fans that have been torturing our our beloved um what's her name? <laughs> She's now in the baddie section. Um, she she feuded with um, with uh, with the TBS champion Jade Cargill. She she substituted for Brandy against Shaq. I should remember Red Velvet. Yes, our beloved Red Velvet was merciless, mercilessly criticized by the crowd, but they love Wheeler Utah. I, uh, I have no idea, and Red Velvet. And I'm and I criticize Rel Velvet too. I'm like, what is what what everybody seeing her? But she's better than Willa Will or you turn the ring. At least right. we know what she is. And charisma kind of, and fire and right. Yeah. But Will Willa Utah again, Willa Utah is they it's like Brian Daniels they like him in the back and they say, you know, we're gonna make him a we're gonna help make him a star. And the fact of the matter is it's not. It's, this is not going to help AEW. This is going to hurt hurt no. them. And this is why people look at them um, and like, who, you have all these other stars you just paid big money for, right? Who would you like to see there? Instead uh, of Wheeler Utah, you had some great ideas. You told me off the air. Okay, so let's go. Let's go with Brian Pillman Jr. That'd be nice. You could have went with he his partner, Griff Garrison. He fits him, right? He could have put his partner, Griff Garrison, right? Yeah. He could have put Max Caster, who's a superstar, who who's his, who's a superstar who could be AEW World Champion. By the way, he could have put you could have put Swerve in there. 
You could have put Ricky Starks in there. You could have put. Um, if you're gonna put like a really new guy, you could have put Brock Anderson in there. You could have put him in there. Yes, you could have put him in there. You know, and somebody that's that's going to. That's that that can be a the next star. Mm-hmm. Really, Utah's not gonna be a star. He's they no put Hook in there. Hook could have been in there. Yeah. I mean, Willer Utah, as I'll say, he's no Butch in uh, on SmackDown. I love Butch. <laughs> so, yeah, Butch this week was crazy, man. <laughs> well, um, he's my favorite I, I, wrestler I, I, on SmackDown right I now. Think, I think I, I'm starting to go um, to, 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 to um, enjoy Butch now. Oh, especially I love they have me laughing. Love him. Yeah, man. So, But, yeah, but we got off the topic. We get, it's just some more time to talk about Willer Utah, the great Utah. I know it's driving you crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm worried for you. If they keep showing Wheeler, Utah, I'm now like, oh no, what's the Brooklyn Mauler doing right well, now? Well, that's what they did. They, I guess they put him in so he can take the pens. <laughs> oh, yeah. So maybe he can take the pens when they lose. So that's that's okay. But um, yeah. So Sean, Captain Sean Dean, and I actually, and I sent you a message that says, who's this guy, Sean Dean? You said, well, he beat in. Yeah. Uh, so during it, he took on MJF, and they they started the wrestle. Then Warlow goes crazy. Warlow's kicking ass all through the backstage. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, kicking ass, and they send security out. He kicking more ass, and MJF runs and get counted out. So Captain Sean D wins, beats um, MJF a third time. Well, I guess this will be the second time, because um, you sent me that text. I responded after he won by countout. He beat Sean Spears by because of um, Wardlow or, or CM Punk or something like that. And so he has all these wins over pinnacle people, you know? And he had his war paint on. He had his battle, his uh, war paint on. I was like, who that? I'm like, who is this guy? But um, does it remind it, you of like WCW Cobra and Ranger Ross? And, and <laughs> you know, I loved all that, you know? <laughs> Um, Sergeant so what, Craig Pitbull Pittman. That was uh, the man. <laughs> he was the man. It was him. What, um, Craig Pitbull Pittman. Wasn't he the one that uh, was running the um, the the power plant? He no, it was Buddy Lee Parker. Pittman. Buddy was Lee in Parker. Oh, Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. But that was his. That was the State Patrol, right? Um, Buddy Lee Parker, and I forgot the other guy from the patrol. That was the guy with the dark hair with the glasses. I don't remember his name. Remember those guys, it, the State Patrol? <laughs> yeah, they were. I remember they had a commercial for a w, NWA VHS, and they were like, and you get to see the State Patrol. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. I used to always get yeah. to see them wrestle on TBS on at main event. <laughs> on the main event. Yeah, that, were like, they, that was like the AW Dark for Elevation. Right? <laughs> I love that but show. On Sundays at 6.05. <laughs> yes. And there was the um, Blonde Soldier who the storyline was Pittman left him behind <laughs> during the war. <laughs> and you know who else was on that show a lot? The Z-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Z-Man. Love the Z-Man. Z-Man. I love um, the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Z-Man. Oh man, he was always in the opening kind, con- uh, opening match at the pay per view. He was, and I'll never. <laughs> I was a huge fan, of course. I know we both were of Marcus Alexander Bagwell from The Handsome yeah. Stranger, and uh-huh. then he was like Sting's protege. And I knew 
even as a kid who thought wrestling was real. The minute Tony Schiavone said, and Sting has handed over the training of Marcus Alexander Bagwell to the Z-Man. I knew it was over. His push was over. <laughs> oh, man. The Z-Man. Oh, man. All right. So, um, so we got, uh, so um, MJF has paid, um, um, he, he gave money to um, Andrade, right, to um, get someone to beat up on um because he said he controlled his contract, and now he's gonna be he's gonna force him to wrestle, and yeah. now he's paid the butcher. <laughs> the butcher's gonna go out. <laughs> he paid the butcher. He he might want to get his money back. <laughs> he paid the butcher. And now he now does this weird finger butcher <laughs> where he puts his fingers like under his throat and goes. <sighs> yeah. He keeps doing that. I don't like it. I like him before. You know? So he paid he was, the butcher. He was doing great when he was beating up Darby Allen. The fans were really getting into it. Yeah, <laughs> the butcher. So I hope I wonder how much he paid had to pay for the butcher services. Well, how much? I wonder how much the butcher gets <laughs> from him. <Andrade. laughs> Let me speak to your boss. <laughs> Let me speak to your boss. All right. Up next was the uh, a what they why they call this a trios? Why don't, I don't they just call it, why don't they only call it a six man tag? I, I mean, know. this it's is that damn Excalibur gorilla thing, yeah. It's Excalibur, Excalibur yeah. shit that he's talking. Sometimes they need to stop following the Excalibur stuff, man, because it's not a trios match. It's a six man tag. I agree. All right, this ain't this ain't triple A. What was he no. doing? Um, no. so the uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society, um, they defeated Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. What's your thoughts on this? Um, I'm not feeling Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz. I don't think the fans are either. And I think this goes back to when the when the inner circle was breaking up. Santana Ortiz looked like the bad guys. That match where they wouldn't tag Jericho in, which was uh-huh. a throwback to when CM Punk wouldn't tag Jericho in in their WWF backstage days. Um, so I'm just not. And you know, Kingston every week he, it seems like every month he has a new best friend. First, his best friend was Penta. Then he's like, my best friends are, you know, Santorantes, monkey, monkey. That's my, that's my, you know, he has a nickname for, for Ortiz. Um, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. And poor Eddie got laid out again. <laughs> Why didn't they put him in a black, Blackpool um, combat club instead of really the, the great Utah? <sighs> that would be brilliant. I would have, that's, that's, yeah, I think that's a much better idea because yeah, this isn't where. And I thought, remember when Jer? I thought Jericho and Eddie would be a more interesting team after they respected right. each other. Right. And you can have them go against Santana Ortiz, you know. But this isn't working for Santana Ortiz, in my opinion. What do you think? Me neither. I don't like this. Do you um, remember we we loved when uh, 2.0 would do the Let's see what's behind the curtain. Oh, they're not there, and that was hilarious. When they appeared a couple weeks ago. There was like very little reaction. I think they did it too soon, but also I don't think it wasn't the same as when the pinnacle opened the door and there was the inner circle, right? It wasn't the same feeling at all. Uh yeah, but um, we'll see. Hopefully, the Jericho is good. It's just that the the JSA is good. It's just that they it's like a rehash of the inner circle. They should have never kept um um Hager. I should let Hager go because Hager just brings he brings it back to the inner circle. He just reminds me of the inner circle. Hager, they should have just got rid of Hager, you know. 
and I know why he probably didn't, because they because Hager would be lost in the shuffle. Um, if it wasn't for Jericho, he didn't stay with Jericho because it's like they don't know what to do with him at all. At all, they don't know yeah, what to do with Hager. Like this monster, but if they're going to keep losing or getting beaten up, they have to find reasons for him not to be destroying people. You know? They don't. They they don't know how to book monster. Well, Sakum so, so Sin. Well, we'll see. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> um. So um, we got the main event: Ricky Starks, a hometown Ricky Starks. Oh my gosh! What Love a pop it. he got! And powerhouse Hobbs took on Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Now we both at the end of this match, right? As Ricky Starks oh, and Hobbs, yeah. we both text each other. Uh, what a match! Time. At the same time, what a match! <laughs> I wrote. I wrote what a match, and I yeah. wanted to do what you did. You wrote what a match, like Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, what a match. We did that at the same time. Same time. Which is you can't make this up. We were both thinking the same thing at the same time. That mm-hmm. match was right. crazy. That match was yeah. crazy good, and all four individuals are great. They all play their role. Keith Lee and Swerve, man, that's a great tag team right there, man. Stocks and Harvard is a great tag team. Yeah, thought, oh man, thought, what a match I they had! Lee and Swerve were from Louisiana too. The way they, the reaction for them. Oh my goodness! What a match this was, big man. I, I'm gonna I, say right now, match of the week for me. This was this. I was wondering why they they um main event this main event it the 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 dynamite everything else there, but wow, what a match! These guys really worked hard. I'm a little ups- I'm a little surprised that Keith Lee and Swerve lost because yeah. remember, they're they're new, but Starks needs a win and Hobbs needs a win too because they they lose a lot as well. So, but um, the, if oh man, I don't know. This was a great match, big man. That's oh, that man. move Swerve did from the, the top off the top row. That where we whoa, whoa. <laughs> you saw that movie then? Oh my god. Swerve and oh man, Swerve is Swerve is like effortless. Like he yes. is so smooth. He is so smooth. And this was and Hobbs. Was I love that leapfrog. I love no. I love the leapfrog Keith Lee does every single time. Mm-hmm. And oh, have man, you ever it's... seen anybody like Keith Lee before? He's no, he big, but powerful, but yet very agile, fast. I mean, no, I don't I'm, remember Bam Bam doing a leapfrog like that. I'm not right. saying he couldn't. I'm sure he could. I'm just saying I don't remember him seeing that. Seeing that, right? I mean, man, and Keith Lee's massive. Yes, like, he is. He's, he's massive. He, like I said, the way he is, the way he sells, and he gets beaten up too. Sometimes he just mm-hmm. reminds me of, you know, like Andre the Giant from when he was a good guy, you know, in WWF, you know, and Hogan would come out and help him when it was too many people. Loved every second of this match. This was amazing. Yeah, man, this was an amazing match. Um, and I was like, wow, this should have ended the night, but it didn't because we had more. Oh, man, here we go. Some more the, for the Ring of Honor Television Championship. The <laughs> champion, uh, Minoru Suzuki. No, 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 Way better than I do. He took on uh, the submission, the Samoa submission machine, 
we even call him that anymore? Joe? No, Samoa Joe? Yeah. No, I didn't hear uh, him say. So, um, Samoa Joe defeats Minoru Suzuki. Um, how much money they pay Minoru Suzuki to get his, to lose every week? I think he can. <laughs> yeah, the only place he went is Impacts. He, he, he comes to new, the, they must pay him a lot of money. Do you know if they how much money they paying him? Because he's no, jobbing, he's been jobbing the whole time in in the United States. I don't, his luster is gone. They say, oh, the Minoru Suzuki, he's lost so many matches, he hasn't won anything. What's nah, the big either. deal? And I was disappointed because he looked great. Like he looked a lot better this week than he did when he fought Moxley when he looked really old. Um, he looked rejuvenated, but he he lost, and yeah, he, he always losing. It's like he, he he's like one of those boxers that you know that give you a good fight, and but you know he's gonna lose at the end of the day. <laughs> Ricardo yeah. Mayaga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Errol Spence. I know you watched that. I, I oh, that was it. a great. You saw that? I didn't see it. I, I was following. He it dominated. On he dominated Ugas. He broke. He closed his eye. He looked like um Ugas looked like. Um, um, Rocky at the end of Rocky, Rocky one. Call it for Adrian. His his eyes was closed. The doctor had to stop it. Couldn't That's open his eye. That's how you do it. You get the eye to swell. Yeah, you... it, it, it was a nasty swell too. Oh, it was terrible. Man, I don't know. But um, what was your thoughts on this match? Samojo winning the Ring of Honor Championship after the match. Um, we have Sanjay Dutt who left WWE as a as an agent. Um and out in the, um AEW he's with back with his boy um Jay Lifu so that's the end that's the TNA um connection they had a box they wanted to sh- after the match they said we got a surprise for you and um <laughs> and uh and what's his name came out Ernest Cantor came out from the <laughs> the <laughs> <of> something um <laughs> uh, he looked like Ernest Cantor but it was some big seven foot guy. And they call him Satnam Singh, yeah. and he attacks, um, and he attacks the um, Samoa Joe. I and, guess you call it attacking him. Wherever he was, he laid him out. It was and, like and, the Yeti on Hulk Hogan. You call him the Yeti. <laughs> uh, what was your thoughts on this? The match and the post match. It's. I mean, we'll see where it goes. I mean, the match I really enjoyed. Um, I felt bad for Minoru Suzuki, but. Yeah, and all the Ring of Honor belts going to AEW, basically. Um, I felt bad for Minoru, but and then he was kind of an afterthought. It was like he didn't exist. It's not like he even came in to do a save and help Joe, you know? He was just gone. And, you know, it's weird seeing Jay Lethal, who has had some of the best matches. He's now kind of like in this buddy-buddy role with um, Sanjay Dutt. And, you know, I'd... I, I laughed when they, op- <laughs> they were giving him the finger through the package. I thought that was hilarious. But then Satnam Singh, I mean, I've I've heard about him for a little bit of time. Uh, he was in the he was drafted or signed to the NBA. It didn't work out. Um, yeah, he's the first Indian to be drafted into the NBA, seven foot one or two or something, and he came out, but. Um, yeah, it was pretty awkward. It was, and some fans on Twitter wrote all their great ideas that they had. They said, "Why didn't you just have him stand up in the crowd and things?" And Tony Khan responded and said, "Yeah, that's a great idea, and that's why I always say fans know best." Um, but 
Yeah, it became kind of a thing, a topic, because he was saying, I ran this by a bunch of very veteran minds in the backstage and nobody had a problem with it. And now the fans are writing on Twitter better ideas than I had. So it just shows you that fans know things. So it's kind of interesting how that turned out. So they got a version of Shanky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately. And he doesn't fit. He doesn't fit mm-hmm. AEW. This is not way AEW doesn't have big monsters that can't wrestle. He look like he can't. He look like he's stationary. You call him Eligante or Giant Gonzalez. He does not fit what AEW does yeah, because Jake Hager doesn't fit what AEW does. No. You know what I'm saying? This is more of a WWE move. No, you're right because you can't have like if if this was like WWE, you can't have Brian Danielson kicking people's heads in. You know, because he's not kicking in Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. He's not bossing them. He can right. wrestle them and have good matches, but that's he's not bossing them around. Um, I think, and like I said about Omos, one of the problems is when you start a, a giant as a bad guy, it kind of limits them. It's always, you know, it, it makes sense when they lose if they're good guys who don't cheat or they get triple or double team, double or triple team, then that's why they lose then you can turn them into bad guys and become more monstrous. But when you start them off and they're new and they're already these bad guy monster bodyguard types, I think it really limits them long-term. So defend your company here. What, what are they doing here? Cause this is, doesn't, do you think it's going to work or not going to work? To me, it looked like this is not going to work because he doesn't fit their mode. He can't have five-star matches. He cannot do no, um, Tope suicidas. He can't do no moonsaults, and um, he can't bump. He can't <laughs> take bump. I don't think how how is this going to work here. No, I I agree with you. I don't I don't know, but you know they're really good with like if if it doesn't work, they'll scrap it and they'll have a million other matches go on in between that'll make us forget it, and then it'll come out some other way. Like, remember the whole thing. What does Sting do? He just stands there. He doesn't do anything. What a waste of Sting. And now we've seen, like, the best things of Sting. And Tony Khan had said he wanted Wait, who Sting said that to... Sting is there? Sting does. Oh, no. no in the what are you talking about? First, no, when he first started coming oh. out with Barb. But and remember everybody what... was saying that. And what but... Tony Khan was saying was he wanted him to get comfortable. And Sting had said that worked out really well because everyone was saying you're not doing anything. And I think he just wants Satnam Singh to get comfortable. The problem is he's a student with the QT Marshall and all that. And yeah, QT Marshall is is the one in charge of his training. I don't know if anybody from the QT Marshall group, not, I mean, most of them, they've been kind of stagnant. I'm sure they're really good, but they haven't done anything with them. So I don't know what's going to happen. That's the nightmare factory. Yeah. Which is cold. Well, now it's just the factory. Oh, the factory. Oh, again, they, 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 um, they, they they have they no longer having nightmares. No, that the nightmare's that, gone. Freddy Krueger has been he's been he's gone. Yeah, Cody left, and that was a nightmare for the nightmare. Yeah, they, they found the dream master, the dream child, and got and, and killed Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and Cody Rose is Freddy Krueger. All um, right. Uh, overall, um, thumbs up, thumbs down for Dynamite. Oh, thumbs up for that incredible match and the reception. That Ricky Starks got. And did you see actually what happened after the match online? After the night? What happened? Um, so the combat club comes out with Wheeler, Utah. And they bring out 
They say, we want to bring out that person from Louisiana who you all gave a huge welcome to. And out comes Danhausen. And Mox is like, who the F is that? And then Wheeler, Utah says, oh, we used to be friends, but it's kind of awkward now. And then they made Wheeler, Utah do 10 push-ups. And then Ricky Starks came out and celebrated some more. He didn't beat Wheeler, Utah ass? He could. I would have pop, popped huge for that. But anyway, let's go, on, let's, let's go to Rampage, baby. All right, yeah. started off the Blackpool Combat Club of, uh, I guess it was a trios match. So we got Danielson, Moxley, and uh, and the great Utah. They defeated the Glenn Club. Billy, the one thing was was um, was Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn is so much bigger than all these guys. Yeah. The, yeah. And, and it's funny because when he was in WWF, you're going to add to whoever, he was one of the smaller guys. Yeah. And he's a giant compared to these guys. Um, but this was a good match. Um. The Gun Club is is a is a good stable. They know how to bump and feed really well, um, mm-hmm. and um, but you know no one's beating up the, the no one's beating the great Utah right now. No. So you know what's your what's your thoughts on this match? Um, I didn't have a lot of thoughts about it. I thought it was okay. It wasn't. Um, yeah, it was it was quick. It was quicker than I thought. Um, but yeah, I'm not a huge Wheeler Utah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, this is the, the Blackpool Combat Club is great, but this Willa Utah Millie is making it not good for me. I don't know why, but I don't know why I got such a bad taste in my mouth for Will. It's not like I'm I'm hating on Willa Utah, but it's just I feel like you know he's corny. Yeah, <laughs> he's corny, man. He's corny. Um, he's corny. Maybe they made a, and his and his ring gear is corny too. What kind of ring gear is that? It doesn't fit the com the, the combat club. And that's for what sure. What is that? What is that ring gear? He got like he wearing like low tops and some stupid. What is that? He he looks, he's a jabroni with that ring gear. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Change yeah. up. Maybe maybe you know what it is. This is ring gear. That's what maybe they put him. Maybe they change his ring gear. Put him in some I don't know something else. Put him some boots. Put him some arm some elbow so. pads. That's not enough nice for me. I don't know. Well, it is what it is. All right. The, the butcher defeated a Jabba. Uh, well, I love this power bomb. I love that power bomb he used where he went down on the mat too. You know. Oh. Uh, so good power bomb by the butcher. His own power bomb symphony. Well, it's only one note. That's so he's so he's getting ready for the um, for for Warlow. He's getting ready to get killed by Warlow on Dynamite. But we'll see. Dustin mm-hmm. Rose, the natural Dustin Rose, challenges CM Punk. Yeah, and I think he said the match everybody wants to see. <laughs> wants to see. I'm sure it's going to be a great match, though. Yeah, I'm it's sure. going to be a great match. Dustin is Dustin Rhodes is is still great in the ring. Yeah, and... he's kind of like Rey Mysterio. You can't look back and say there's something he can't do anymore that he used to do. He can, yes, he can do everything. He can. He can he do does more now than he did before. Yes, right? he the crazy stuff too. Yes, he's great. He's one of the greatest wrestlers of his generation. I agree. Because if you go back to when the early in his career, when the 1990s, when he was a uh, when he was a um, tag team champion with um, with um, Ricky, was it with Ricky Steamboat? Yeah, with Ricky Steamboat. You know that was great, man. You you know he had some great matches. Well, they call him the natural, natural as can be. All right, Owen Hart um, qualifier, Ruby Soho 
defeated the renegade, the renegade, one of the, the renegade the twins. Renegades. They were doing, yeah, they was doing the, the old um demolition trick from SummerSlam 1990, <laughs> right out of the ropes. Oh, demolition killer bees, yeah, um, killer bees, magic, you know, I and the love it, and uh, and the Bella they twins, twin them. magic. Just like the demolition, they lost. <laughs> exactly, because the Legion of Doom came to figure it out. <laughs> uh, not much here. And then um, EW Heavyweight Ruby's Championship. Using, uh, Ruby's using the uh, Sister Abigail. No. Yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah. Uh, so the, in the main event, the AEW Heavyweight Championship, uh, Adam Hangman Page defeated Adam Cole in a Texas death match. He did a dead eye on with uh Bob Wild on Adam Cole head on the outside through a table. What the hell? And there was a lot of blood around Adam Cole on his hands after that match. What the hell? What kind of what? And that's that the man. controversial moment because it's Easter weekends. I'm sorry? That's the controversy because it's Easter weekends. Um like somebody wrote on Twitter yeah. How funny it was that he put a crown of thorns, basically. And then Eric Bischoff wrote, you find that funny. And then people were like, oh, get off your high horse. And it just kind of went back and forth. Some people thought it was inappropriate. Some people totally didn't. Some people felt it was completely unrelated to Easter. He just wrapped, he was going to use was. the dead Probably yeah. was unrelated, yeah. yeah. Unrelated. Yeah. But... That spot was nasty. That could have hurt someone. A lot of, I mean, Adam Payne, man, Payne's knees can hurt his head. That was a dangerous spot. I don't think they should have done that, to be honest and with you. But my even God. Wrapping it around his arm, when you think about what happened to Cash Wheeler uh -huh. um, with the cutting his bicep just on the ring post, you know, it was one of those <sighs> things. Yeah. Um, so overall, and you knew this match wasn't going to last long because uh, we had three matches and one promo before this match, and um, you knew it wasn't going the distance because of the time. TV time remaining is only an hour show, so yeah. you know it was it was a quick match, about twenty minutes, so 20, 20, 20, 20 25 but, minutes long. You know, I would say it was like it was one of those matches. Like, why is Adam Cole doing this? Like, we knew he wasn't going to win. Why would he put himself through this? But I like the match. The other thing was though, you know, you were talking about the Errol Spence Jr. Fight, you know, sometimes you can have knockouts and you know, when Adam Cole was dropped over those chairs, um, yeah. the ring really hard, the back of his neck hit the, um, top of the chairs, that spot, it was like some kind of suplex or slam onto them. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was that it could have ended there. Like everybody was like, oh my God, that hurts. He could have been counted out there. I would have been fine with that, you know? But. Yeah. Uh, uh man. Hangman been having a lot of uh, we we talk about Hangman and his the character base, but his matches have been brutal and he's putting his body through a whole lot. The match with um with Lance Archer. The match, the match with Cole, and these match, these Texas death matches that he having, these nights, uh, these no disqualification matches, hardcore matches, he's putting his body through a lot, man. As as champion, I don't really yeah. think he needs to be doing all that. To be honest with you, I mean, he just need to drink beer and don't do and not do much. Um, but 
They've I all mean, been this way. They've all been this way. Yeah, Even man. his non-Texas death matches are like this. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, listen. When he have a compilation um, of Adam Hangman Page matches, he has a whole lot of great matches. Yeah, a whole but lot of good like matches. It looks like it's a CZW. Right. <laughs> it is. But yeah. So what you did? This a thumbs up, or thumbs down for Rampage. Thumbs in the middle. Thumbs in the, thumbs middle. In the middle. Okay. Let's move on to. Ah, I give it a thumbs. Give it a thumbs up. I I like the first match. I like the last match. It was all right. It was good for me. All right, AEW Battle of the Belts Part Two. AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa retains her championship against Nyla Rose. Sammy Guevara defeated Scorpio Sky to regain the TNT Champion. Ah, uh, Sammy Guevara. Uh, during this match, um, Todd Conti slaps uh, Scorpio Sky's hands off the ropes when he was holding on from Sammy to try to roll him up. Uh, Dan got to two, that got a two count. Dan Lambert and uh, All Ego Ethan Page signals for the back to call Page Van Zant, who runs down and attacks um, Ty Conti, and they started fighting on the outside by the ramp. Um, Scorpio Sky get low blow by um, Sammy Guevara and who hit his finishing move, the GTH, and he and wins this match. So him and Ty Conti, you know, they they're celebrating on the outside, uh, you know, kissing, and everybody want to throw up. Um, um, Sammy Guevara winning, regaining the TNT champion is not a popular opinion for the Brooklyn Marler. The Brooklyn Marler actually hates um, this um, booking decision. Sammy Guevara is one of the worst TNT champions. Um, he has great matches, don't get me wrong, but it's just something that he's just not as good as, uh, it's not a good reign like Darby Allen or Miro or Brody Lee or Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I know you yeah, AEW you don't like that. Cody Rhodes probably the greatest TNT champion of all time. <laughs> uh, uh, so, um, Sammy Guevara, you know, uh, I don't look forward to this title reign. Uh, maybe as a heel turn, maybe in, is is in the works. Maybe I mean they're getting booed out the building anyway. So, Sammy, it wouldn't be the worst thing to turn them heel. Nobody likes these people. And the crazy thing about it is that why people don't like Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti? Because, you know, is this a situation where they feel that Pam, <laughs> who Cody, uh, who, I'm sorry, I think Cody Rhodes, who uh, Sammy Guevara uh, proposed to and then left, left her, left her at the altar, so to speak. <laughs> And um, they feel like um, Tay Conti, Ty Conti, uh, moved in on Pam's man, being that sly Jezebel. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, people hate them. Uh, it looking like a happy couple. Personally, um, you know, people be happy. Well, be with whoever makes you happy. But uh, wrestling fans, especially the IWC, they they turned on, they turned on on, on Sammy Guevara for that, and it's the wrath of Pam. 
<laughs> um, but um, they they just don't like these two people. Um, and for and it's sad because you know you they look like these two people are happy together, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. And people took that personal. I don't know why. I it, sometimes people just hate on you for some reason. I have no idea why, but. Back to wrestling, the wrestling portion of this is that um, since people don't like these individuals, um, Ty and um, and Sammy, turn them hell, let them boo them, and 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 and, and have them kissing in front of their face and 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 you know, and thump their nose at the fans, <laughs> uh, and him being a TNT champion again, um, and it's not going to make the Brooklyn Mauler very happy, so I'm gonna be booing my ass off. In front of my TV, from the confines of my own home. <laughs> um, they had in the main event. They had the Ring of Honor champion, heavyweight champion Jonathan Gresham, who the big man is very high on. And he took on Dalton Castle with these boys. <laughs> um. All right, so Jonathan Gresham defeated Dalton Castle. Um. With this, with his octopus submission, and um, after this match, um, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh, the big monster, comes out, attacks the boys, attacks Jonathan Gresham. Uh, here comes, um, Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty comes out, and he's um, sh- um, shortly made um, short work of by Satinum Singh. And here comes Matt Seidel on crutches. What the hell he thought he was gonna do? Satinum Singh proceeded to break his crutches and break Matt Seidel. And then out of nowhere, here comes. Samoa Joe with a lead pipe. And he clears the whole ring. Everybody runs from Samoa Joe with the belt. Um, um, with the pipe. And um, as we go off the air. So. Um, Battle of the Bells 2. Um, this is supposed to have been AW version of Clash of the Champions. It has not lived up to that. Um, sure it has some good matches here and there. But both um, Battle of the Belts. Have been lackluster at best. Um, to be honest with you, they should have put Hangman and Adam Cole on this on this on this show, and that would have made it much better. Um, and took off the TNT Championship, or took off the AEW Women's Championship match, and put that on on Rampage. Um, but um, yeah, the Battle of the Belts is is is. It leaves more for you to want, um, so to speak, because this this is not any Clash of the Champions level type of matchmaking, so to speak. So um, we'll see moving forward. You know, over to um, the WWE side, we had um, Raw. They had the Miz and the Miz TV with Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Future WWE champion Cody Rhodes, the WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion, 
And, um, you know, they go have a go back and forth with Cody Rhodes saying that, hey, you know, I'm a w, I'm a wrestler, saying these terms wrestler. And, and, and the Miz is, is um, correcting him, saying no superstars. And then Cody Rhodes talking about um, belt. And he said, we say titles. So this, that's what the Miz tell him. So this leads to a match um, later on where Cody Rhodes defeated the Miz with a crossroads. That was a good match. Cody Rhodes is being booked pretty well so far. Um, he's getting crazy pyro. He doesn't have the, 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 um, the. He doesn't uh, ascend from from under the ring, uh, under the ramp anymore. But they 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 combat that with um, smoke and a bunch of pyro. He's getting a whole bunch of pyro. He's getting pyro coming out, and then he's getting pyro in the ring. He's getting Roman Reigns level pyro. This is what Cody Rhodes is getting. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is looking like a superstar with all the pyro he's getting. <laughs> um, um, so they, they you know, they're gonna get a we getting another match with him and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania Backlash. Look forward to that. We'll see how that goes. Veer Mahan defeated Dominic. And he beat Dominic up so bad and he wouldn't let him go. After the match with his um, a submission, poor Dominic was stretched out and put in the ambulance. AJ Styles and Damian Priest had another uh, match. Um, this ended on AJ Styles on the outside of the ring and Damian Priest in the middle of the ring. The lights go out and we get smoke and we get the, a blue light, a purple light. And that was the end of the match. It went to a no contest. I don't know what the hell happened here. Um... Uh, some supernatural stuff was going on here. I don't know. Um, you know, maybe Alexa Bliss, you know, and, and Lily did this. Maybe Lily had something to do with this. I don't know. But we'll see. RK Bro defeated Alpha Academy for the 1,025th time. 25th time. Uh, please get some more um, tag teams involved in this. Please. I'm tired of seeing this same match for the last three months. Please. You know. Um, the Uso shows up in a... In a Shows up and, and and they come. It was told by Roman Reigns to show up on on Raw to to unify the the, the belts. Uh, uh, when they was trying to set up a match, um, Street Profits jumps in and says they want they want they want in on to unify the belts as well. This led to a match between the Usos and the Street Profits. The Usos defeated the Street Profits, and. Um, this was in tied with um, on SmackDown, which led to the Usos and the RK Bro um, uh, getting a match, setting up a match for um, the unification tag of the tag team champion, the Raw and SmackDown tag team championship at um, WrestleMania Backlash. But um, in the meantime, that sets up a match later on that night against Riddle and Jimmy Uso. Rhea Ripley defeated Naomi. And that's going to get ready, ready for their uh, their um, title match um, between um, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan against Naomi and Sasha Banks, the women's champion, the tag team champions on Raw this week. Uh, Charlotte Flair had a promo and she was um, talking about how um, she's going to have the match up with her and Ronda Rousey. It's an I quit match at WrestleMania Backlash, so we'll see how that goes. Drew McIntyre defeated Sami Zayn via countout. Sami Zayn ran from him through the crowd again. Um, this is, Sami is exciting. Sami is is 
probably the most entertaining thing going on on SmackDown at this present time. Um, Sami Zayn is, he's insane in the membrane. <laughs> um, this is going to lead to a match next week with Drew versus Sami in a lumberjack match. So I look forward to seeing Sami Zayn try to run from Drew. Uh, that's going to be very entertaining. The Intercontinental Champion, champion, champion Ricochet defeated Jinder Mahal um, with Shanky. My boy Shanky. Lacey Evans have a promo. Um, talks about her abuse as a, a, a growing up um, in an abusive home with her father. How they try to run away to get away from him. How he found them. And um, how she, um, her and her mom, you know, endured the abuse. Um, very powerful promo by Lacey Evans. She's, she teared up a few times. Um, it seemed like some realism here. Um, shows that she's a United States Marine. Says she's not better than most of the girls in the back. But none of them are better than her. She's she's wearing her fatigues, her army fatigues, like she's ready for combat. Um, so we'll see what happens with Lacey Evans, you know. Um, it looks like they got rid of the Southern Belle character. And more or less um, going to a little bit more realism of her being a, 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 a United States Marine. So we'll see how that goes. She's very athletic in the ring. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, it should get over with the crowd. Um, you know, um, for very patriotic and also sympathy as well with uh, the abuse that she's endured. So hopefully she can be one of their top baby faces on SmackDown. We'll see. I'm really be interested to see her go against Ronda Rousey. Um, <laughs> they probably boo the hell out of Ronda Rousey. <laughs> And probably boo Ronda um, against Lacey Evans because Lacey will be the epitome of of patriotism and um, fighting from a baby face, um, overcoming the odds. And Ronda, um, they will boo Ronda against Lacey Evans, and I'm I'm all for that because I would love to see. I need to see Ronda as a hill. I need to see Ronda as as who she's supposed to be. A badass, the baddest woman on the planet with a bad attitude who don't care about nobody but hurting you. And that's what I want to see. And I want to see her against the patriotic Lacey Evans um, with the with the trials and tribulations that she experienced as a young child. And I want to see that, that those two people collide, you know, in a match. Um, so that's what I would like to see. So I can't wait for that. Um Riddle defeated Jimmy Uso with an RKO out of nowhere. Um, and that's how we end SmackDown. No Roman Reigns this week. Um, you know. Uh, SmackDown is really built around Roman Reigns. Um, if he's not there, it's, it's really difficult. I mean, I know they brought um, RKO, RK, Randy Orton there. Um, but he didn't wrestle. Um, he just made an appearance on the outside. Flair, um, Drew, 
But, you know, SmackDown was once the best show WWE had. With all the stars. They stole all their stars and put them on Raw. That's why Raw is a better show right now as far as star power goes. Um, they probably, it, it, it looks like they're getting rid of the brand, the brand split by, unif- by unifying all the titles. Um, and I'm okay with that, you know. Um, the brand split is good, served its purpose at one point. Now it's time to, you know, to have one champion, one tag team champion, one heavyweight champion. They need to unify the United States champion and the Intercontinental champion as well. And, you know, and make these titles mean much, a lot. You know, especially the lower level titles, the Intercontinental title, uh, Tag Team Championship. And it will it'll have more teams vying for the Tag Team title instead of showing, giving us uh, RK Bro and Alpha Academy every week or giving us the Usos versus, um, uh, who was the Usos fighting? Or um, Los Lotharios. <laughs> You know, I I like to see Los Lotharios versus RK Bro, you know, or Los Lotharios versus the Street Profits, or even RK Bro versus the Viking Raiders, or you know, or the Usos versus the Alpha Academy. I like to see stuff like that. You know, they need to change it up instead of having the same matches over and over again for months. It's 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 becoming, you know, dull. Um, that's in the Brooklyn Mall's appearing in opinion. But we'll see. But overall, um, you know, Raw was the best WWE um, show this week. Um, Cody Rhodes continues to be featured. That's a great thing. And um, we'll see where it goes. I I think Cody Rhodes should win Money in the Bank uh, in July. So um, I know the the next pay-per-view would be um, WrestleMania Backlash. So, and I think in July, that's going to be a big pay-per-view because it's going to be at um, Allegiant Stadium in in Las Vegas. So, it's in the Dome. So, that's going to be a big show. Um, You know, Money in the Bank has moved into one of the biggest pay-per-views that WWE can put on during the year. So, it's Royal Rumble, um, Survivor Series, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and now it's Money in the Bank. Um... Because it gives you an opportunity to see who's gonna, who's the next person in line that's gonna win the title, whoever win Money in the Bank. So, um, so I think Cody Rhodes should win that, and I look forward to that pay per view, and I look forward to, you know, WrestleMania Backlash as well. See what happens, um, especially if they give us Shinsuke Nakamura and Roman Reigns. I think that match would be pretty good as well. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, um, Battle of the Belts, uh, it was okay, Dynamite was a great show this week, Rampage was great as well with the Hangman and Adam Cole, Texas Death Match, um, so, had a lot of great wrestling this week, we'll see what happens next week, this has been the State of Wrestling, the Power Drive Report, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver Report. Please join us next week for the next edition.